Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. It is May 6th. How is your spring going? It's been wonderful this week. After about four or five days of rain and cold, we've got sunshine. It's been in the high 60s. I feel energized after feeling totally not charged up at all. The batteries were on low for a couple months. It's been great. I've been trying to get some things done every day. I've got this big spring push. Like the whole winter, I haven't been doing quite as much as maybe I feel like I should. And I've been doing a lot more self-care and a lot less uh, projects, which I like the slow living. I do. But spring comes and it's like, this is the week. This is the weekend where we have to get all of our spring trash to the road, our junk, our garbage, the lawn clippings, clean up. All of it needs to start this very day. So tonight is our neighborhood's um, garbage. It's not garbage, it's junk. Like things that you don't want to take to the dump type of things. They'll come and pick it up at your curbside. Now I don't have lots of things to take to the dump, um, because I've been slowly purging over the last few years, but there's always things to get to the road tonight. So we've got that to do today, and this is the weekend where the sun is shining, the ground is dry, and I have flower beds to clean up. We have a lawn to mow. It feels great to say that we finally took the snowblower off the tractor yesterday, and now we have the mowing deck on. That's when you know it's spring. You can never count snow out until Mother's Day around here. And the weather forecast looks like we have finished with that terrible word. It has been a great past weekend. We had a great gathering of my kids and the grandkids down in the area of the state where my son lives. Uh, My daughter and her kids and husband went and visited all the grandparents because it's been years since they've seen everybody. And it's been years since my kids and grandkids have all been together too. So it was a great weekend. Saturday, we went to Meyer Garden and took the kids to the butterfly house because it was raining and rain, rain just made me mad. But we had a great time um, in the tropical area. The garden is outside with sculptures and outside gardens, but then there is an inside botanical garden with all tropical plants because this is Michigan. We can't have anything tender outside. And the butterflies were in there. It was wonderful. So we had a great weekend. And then Sunday, we did a hike along a natural sand dune area. I'm talking hundreds of feet cliffs of sand dune. Lake Michigan is famous for them and there are many of them up and down the coast. This is a great natural area and we hiked a couple of miles. I know I hiked a couple miles in somebody's Fitbit said we went 35 flights of stairs. I did it. I can't believe it. And my legs were a little sore the next day. I'm not going to lie about that. So it was a wonderful time of visiting. If you want to see some pictures, you can go to my Instagram account and check out some of the pictures. We did see an art installation too, which I absolutely loved because what the artist did was he is of, I think, I can't remember what country in Africa, but it is he is of that descent, but he 
was born in England, and then at some point he moved back to Africa. So it was a bright uh, colored fabric with large, oversized, almost Victorian prints on them and bright, um, non-traditional colors. And these are traditional print, and the settlers in the area loved them and they were imperfectly printed fabrics but they absolutely loved them so he showcased this traditional style of fabric in his sculptures and art and he's also also did a photographer um, storyline of himself in um, Dorian Gray that was a great story um, and it was life-size photo so it was wonderful but his sculptures were all very thought-provoking about culture, economy, exploitation of people, and that fabulous textiles were featured in all of them. So I took a lot of pictures and had a great time visiting with my family, and I did a little bit of art in that um, trip. It is just thought-provoking, and also I'm studying how the different colors were put together, and I'm realizing I just get too self-conscious about picking fabrics and... Um, just going to jump in and do it with my scraps, which is, you know, this year's plan. So that was the weekend. Otherwise, it's been a work week and spring cleaning is underway. Tonight is the neighborhood's um, junk pickup. It's not garbage. It's the junk, you know, things you don't want, things that are not donatable to goodwill and things that you would normally take to a dump. This is our one time a year they do curbside pickup. Now I've been doing great in trying to keep up with the house, right? And slowly organizing and purging all of the things in this house over the last 10 years since I did The Happiness Project, which is a book by Gretchen Rubin. And part of what she deems is um, that contributes to happiness is having outer order equals inner calm. And I find that to be very true. So I've been really going through lots of stuff, but now I'm on a next level. I need to start going through closets. I talked to the kids this weekend about what I can and cannot get rid of uh, in the old things that they left here in the home. When your kids are grown up and they've been gone for about 10 years, it's time to start looking at what do you have? What can I please get rid of? Because I decided that between now and the time I retire, which is probably going to be 10 years, we're hoping less, but it's probably going to be 10 years. I need this entire time to prepare myself for downsizing, the Swedish death cleaning, if you will. They just get rid of all this extra stuff that nobody wants, but is not comfortable getting rid of. That's where I'm at. It's the sentimentals. It's the, why am I carrying great grandma's stuff here that nobody wants? It's not collectible. It's not cool. Take a picture of it, move on type of thing. That's where I'm at. I don't want to get too sentimental because it makes me get all choked up talking about getting rid of stuff, but it needs to happen. So tonight we're just doing the big things, you know, I have really big boxes, really big things that are going to be filled with like old trashy clothes, ragged out things, worn out things. Just, it's not tons of stuff, but it'll, it'll feel like I have shed myself of extra weight in this house because I got too much stuff in this small space and I just need to keep purging. So that's starting tonight. And then this weekend, the goal is to clean up the gardens and start looking at how I want to do spring cleaning outside and then start thinking about my fairy gardens. So it's spring here with the spring cleaning and the yard cleanup and getting rid of junk. It's like an annual event around here and it's a whirlwind because it always seems to all will happen in one weekend. The weather finally gets good. The junk pickup is the same weekend and I feel like a chicken with my head cut off going, what do I do now? What do we got? We, I don't have enough hours in the day. It's okay. It can be done in small segments. Take a deep breath and just know that this is the beginning. We're probably going to make several trips to Goodwill. We may even have to go to the dump. We got rid of um, appliances already. I had to get a new dishwasher um, before I went on vacation 
because the old one, the top rack fell right out. It was a good dishwasher, but this is this is kind of the existence post-pandemic, I guess, is that we're calling ourselves now. Um, I still feel like it's not a great um, time for the pandemic, even though we're not wearing masks everywhere all the time in my neck of the woods. And we are kind of in a strange economy. So you can't get parts for a lot of things. We couldn't get parts for this dishwasher. It was poorly engineered. It was a whirlpool. I'm just putting that out there. Um, check how the top racks are engineered. It was like it was all 3D printed and then it broke and you couldn't get parts to fix it. And for the amount of money we would have started to spend to replace for parts and parts that failed and because we had bought $100 worth of parts and it didn't work, you might as well go buy a new dishwasher. So that's what we did. I got a Bosch this time. It seems to be overly engineered on the top. I'm being very careful about how I load the top rack and how we pull, gently pull this rack out so that it lasts for a while and um, so that went out to the road and we have a lot of you know people who do a great service to the community and they recycle metal so they took the dishwasher it happened to be somebody we knew who installed uh, our garage door a couple years ago he makes extra money by picking up metal and we told him I said the dishwasher works great it's just that the top rack is broken. So if you know someone who's handy or you need a dishwasher and can fix it, otherwise it got recycled and it's out of my hair. And see, that's what the spring junk pickup is. It's a liberating feeling of all of this stuff you've been hoarding all of the winter getting put out to the road. I'm jealous of people like my mom and dad who have this every week. They can put out whatever junk they want every week and it's gone. So they have this liberating feeling every Friday night before their garbage is picked up. And for me, it's once in the spring. But that's kind of where we're at in this um, giddy spring feeling here. My tulips are just starting to pop up in the garden. We haven't even had tulips pop up. It's been amazingly long, cold, drizzly winter. So I've been working on long arming. Yep, that's pretty much it. Lots of long arming. And I'm making progress, working my way through my friend's quilts. And I'm getting to where I feel like I'm caught up. I have one deadlined quilt that will be going on the frame that will be uh, really heavily custom quilted. I'm working on a really pretty quilt right now that's orange and gray and white. It's so pretty. I'm going to put a full picture up when it's done, probably over this next week. But I'm custom quilting it also because that's what it needed. And I really, really am having a good time quilting these kinds of quilts for my friends that are a little more intense and not as much time pressure. I have not gotten very far in anything else uh, crafty wise. I have knit a couple of rows on my elementary wrap and trying to do a row or two a day. And then the um, non quilt and knit related things is I did Take that beaded bracelet that I bought in Gettysburg that was all made out of that Canamara marble. So I bought some stretchy cord from Amazon and I had a jade bracelet made. <laughs> I made it from all of these jade beads I bought a few years ago. I have lots of, I don't know, aren't you? maybe you're not like me because I'm kind of asking wrong among my quilting friends and crafty friends and they're not like this. I have drawers of all kinds of stuff in my craft room. I mean, a bucket of buttons, a little thing of beads. I have pens and paint pens and you name it, I probably have it. I have embroidery floss. Some of that's really old. I'd probably go buy some new, but I could still use a lot of it because it's polyester, I think. I don't know. If it doesn't stink and it looks good, I use it. 
that's my rule. If it doesn't stink, it's not too dusty, you can use it. So I made um, a bracelet, a test bracelet, and how to tie those knots to hold the cord together. And then I went through and found I have three beautiful bracelets, but they're a little tight. One's tiger eye, one is a green color, it looks like a jade, and the other is a rose quartz. And I'm going to take those three bracelets, unstring them, and make two bracelets of multi-beads. That will be my project this week. So it's taken me this long to string one bracelet, knit a few rows on my wrap, to long arm uh, my friend's orange flying geese quilt and poke through the house a couple of boxes in my clothes to figure out what's going to the junk. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but I feel like I've been incredibly busy. But I have decided um, I'm putting a couple of things aside and then I'm going to move forward with some handwork over the summer. And I can't wait to tell you about what I'm going to be working on. I decided since the weather's warmer and my hands feel better that I'm going to be working on hand sewing projects for the summer and long arming the stack of quilts. And that stack is only um, less by one. And I'm working on a lovely orange and gray quilt with white background. And you can see the custom quilting that I'm doing on Instagram. It's so hard to describe on a podcast, but it's a lot of swirls, a little bit of curls, and a little bit of sea action going on in this. It has a great gray that looks like a Petoskey stone. So I absolutely love this quilt. So hand stitching stuff. I decided that I have had on my bucket list, Angel did a Manx quilt tutorial on her YouTube channel, Halo Inspirations. And I loved the idea of using what you have, not necessarily having to be perfectly accurate in hand stitching because you fold it over on the seam and there's a little pleat. So it's like a log cabin called Manx, M-A-N-X quilt. I'm doing the prototype block and I'm learning as I go on this first one. So it'll probably be an orphan block when I'm done and be able to figure out how to get these beautiful little log cabins together with tiny little strips, which really aren't so tiny. There's no batting in it. It is a lightweight quilt, but it has some weight to it because of the layers of fabric. So it's hand sewing, it's straight little strips, and I'm telling you, it's perfect to get rid of scraps and to practice some ideas of a controlled scrappy color palette. I'm really trying to bust the stash that I have and I'm really, really looking at how to use all of the fabric I have, even some that's pretty old. I mean, 20 plus years old in a valid, up-to-date, relevant quilt kind of like me, right? I'm pretty old. And that seems to be the theme of my journals, which we'll get to later. But I, I think this is going to be a great study in fabric, color. And the great news about it is you can do larger stitching on the Manx quilt. It doesn't have to be like hand piecing hexagons, which is tiny stitching. That's what I'm going to start next. I'm going to get the hexagons out. It's a summer project. Hexies are great because they're quick. You can pick them up, put them down. And once I get rolling on the Manx quilt, I'm going to start prepping hexagons for my own gift from me to me. As my grandmother used to say, <laughs> I bought some Liberty of London fabric, little three and a half inch charms from England. So it was really expensive on an Etsy shop, but it's going to be so worth it when it gets here. It looks like it's Tana Lawn, which is their higher end um, cotton that is, I think, a little softer. So I think it'll be great for a hexagon quilt. You know, I've been back watching Kate of the last Homely House, and she has been working on 
Agnes's quilt, her granddaughter's, which is a Liberty of London hexagon color wash type quilt. And I love her way of putting colors together. And I love how it's just a very organic yet controlled hexagon quilt. And that's what I want to do next. I'm not necessarily going to do them in flowers. I think I'm going to do them in little rows. Um, we're going to see. I've never done it differently. The first two hand piecing ones I did were um, hexagon grandmother flower garden. Um, I'm trying to build up my skills. Why am I doing hand sewing? This is a big question I'm sure is burning in your mind. Why are you doing hand sewing? It's not necessarily your favorite thing. Remember the hand stitched quilt along. I, my, my hands get stiff. Well, the Dear Jane curves are not going well on a machine. That's all I can say. I don't particularly like the look of the raw edge for that particular quilt. I have some raw edge things I want to work on in the future, like a sea glass quilt that I've seen on Instagram or like Minky Kim's So Illustrated types of quilts or even hand towels or whatever, but I need to be able to do something better. Um, the Hobby Stash, their tutorials are phenomenal. I'm just not skilled at it. And so it's going to segue into this thing I have. Dear Jane, I'm going to get it done. I want to get it done. It's a burning desire to get it done, but it's frustrating. And it brings up all of the things, doesn't it? Why can't I do this? Why is this so hard? It shouldn't have to be this hard. All of the self-doubt and why did I think I could do this? It's so hard for me. Some people may not find it as hard. I'm finding it to be the most difficult quilt I've ever done. It's those little tiny pieced curves. So I think I'm going to go applique. I think if I could see the original quilt, that's probably how she did it. And I've got lots of ideas and I'm going to hand stitch versus trying to machine stitch these curved pieces, which I'm sure were applique. Maybe not. Anyone seen the Dear Jane quilt? How did she do all of those curved pieces? But I do like foundation paper piecing and I think I'm going to work on those blocks with what I have on the electric quilt. And then I'm going to practice my skills. You got to practice, practice, practice before you take it to the big show and work on that. And so I really have been dealing with a lot of self-doubt about this. It brings up all of the lack of confidence and why do I even think I can do it? Why bother? Is it a waste of time? It's so hard. It's frustrating. This is supposed to be fun. But at the same time, I need a challenge. I'm bored. I'm kind of bored. I have to branch out into some new quilting things and some new creative things. Um, I've been crafting for most of my life. So you got to keep giving yourself little challenges. So that's the, the thing has been dredging up all of the lack of confidence and the adolescent um, in me who has no confidence or feel like I can do any of it right. Um, because, you know, you just want to do it right the first time. Well, guess what? This is where it comes back to my adolescent lessons of learning how to play music and violin. It was not the first time I picked up a piece that I could sight read it perfectly. And I think that's exactly how it is with quilting. That's why I have orphan blocks. Some of the blocks, maybe in this first Manx quilt uh, block, maybe this will go in the trash. I don't know. Probably not. It may go in the orphan bin. The two or three test drive blocks I did for Dear Jane, they may wind up in the orphan bin too. Because, you know, the final product, the final exam isn't always done in one go. Life lesson there. So I thought I'd bring on uh, a new segment um, for this month. Um, because I am so excited about Home Chef, I want to tell you what's for dinner. What we had for dinner this last week, and a couple of ideas of what's coming. I've tried a couple of different of these um, kits, meal kits, and they send it to your house once a week. You can customize it. 
and have it shipped to your door. It's been wonderful. Um, when there are shortages at the grocery store, there hasn't been shortages at Home Chef so far. So this week, I tried something totally different. I would have never have made this. It's called buttermilk chicken schnitzel, which is a schnitzel is a type of a coated with panko crumbs chicken that it was pounded out flat and pan fried and it was great I did burn the panko a scorch it wasn't burnt it was just toasted more than the picture and you cook that and while it is cooking you make diced zucchini and you pan fry it with the enclosed spices it had a cucumber dill sauce with garlic feta zucchina zucchini Oh, it was delicious. It really, really was good. Um, another item that we had recently is something that is completely different. They were pork medallions. So it'd be like pork tenderloins um, with broccoli. And you cook the broccoli in the oven. You oven roast it. Nope, I lied. This one is uh, pan frying. And then you put garlic, salt, sesame seeds, and a little bit of sesame oil because the sauce on this is a apple cider miso that the sauce goes on the meat and then you top it with peanuts it was a very good now this one was another one that i'm going to tell you i really liked because it was super easy it says it's 30 to 40 minutes the flavors are something that i really enjoy and i never would have been able to do on my own it was a piece of chicken your basic chicken breast, which I like. Their meat is extremely high-end and portioned sized to two people. So you pan fry the chicken and then it's fresh green beans that you pan fry with mushrooms, like button mushrooms. And then it had a lemon garlic Bure Blanc chicken, B-E-U-R-R-E, French cooking. I have no idea what it was but it was what I called delicious for dinner. So you can get everything for dinner. You can have everything from hamburgers to flatbread pizzas. And this next week, what I have coming are turkey meatballs. Mmm, they're gonna be very good. We have been branching out with all kinds of food, flavors, different cultures. I'm learning all about how to cook vegetables, fresh vegetables, in very small quantities so they're still fresh and they don't go bad. And I'm going to have to say, this is making dinner exciting for me again. I'm a terrible cook. I don't like cooking. The biggest thing that I have to say that you're paying for with Home Chef, number one, the recipes are tried and tested, but there's just enough of the ingredients that I don't have to go and buy a whole thing of sour cream or feta cheese and then it will rot and I have to throw it all away after I spent a very large amount of money getting more of it than I would have wanted. And you know how like if you buy a tub of sour cream, then you feel like you got to make 17 sour cream dishes in a row to use up all the sour cream. Yeah, no, that I do that. If, if you don't, um, good on you because I don't know how to... <laughs> to gather recipes and small amounts of food items and ingredients for two people. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a hard transition going from cooking for a big family to just two of you. This is also helping me with portion control. It's not diet food, but I've lost a few pounds. So I'm super excited about it. Now, the thing about Home Chef is you can try it. They have specials on their website and they give me coupons every month. So if you're interested in trying it and you want to have the deal, which is usually like 17, 16, 17 meals for the price of a few, um, that's what we did. It got me hooked. The other thing I'll have to say is the ingredients are at the peak of ripeness and perfection. So it's $10 a person for, per meal, most of them. If you want to go on even higher end, you can pay a little bit more for like steak. They also have seafood and shrimp and all kinds of things. I am not a big seafood fan. I'm more into comfort food. I love turkey meatloaf and they make them in like meatballs with... Mm, 
such good things. So that is what we had for dinner. Now let me tell you what's coming for dinner. I think what's super funny is when you're kind of midlife and everybody um, isn't dictating by their, maybe their likes and needs and kids don't have a sophisticated palate. Um, we had chicken nuggets and pizza a lot. And let me tell you, I'm kind of sick of chicken nuggets and pizza. So this week, I'm very excited. Adobo chicken enchiladas with jalapeno pepper and sour cream. Baked Italian sausage farfowl with zucchini and garlic bread. And Philly cheese steak tacos. What I liked about the Philly cheese steak tacos is that is your 15-minute meal. The other two are... 30 to 40 minute meals and the chicken adobo is a little bit longer at 45 and it might take me better part of an hour it takes me a while to chop I, I didn't even know let me tell you the story so at first they give you a lot of foods if it's not the 15 minute where you cut up all your own vegetables in some of them the meat is even you know like a whole chicken breast you might need to dice but if it's a 15-minute meal, part of what you're paying for is the meat, and a lot of the vegetables will be already diced. I didn't know how to cut a green pepper. It had been so long. I couldn't remember how to cut it and get the seeds and ribs out. Um, my husband did help me. I didn't know how to cut up like a poblano pepper. I have never cut a poblano pepper in my life. I wasn't sure how to cut some tomatoes, like if you're dicing up tomatoes. Onions, I did remember, but sometimes they ask you how to, you know, to cut them certain ways for a certain look or flavor. And I have never in my entire life peeled a garlic and cut it. I usually buy pre-cut garlic or use garlic powder or use the can, you know, that glass jar garlic that's floating in stuff for in your fridge. Yeah, I don't know how to do the garlic. So I learned lots of things because everything I needed to know, except for some nuances of cutting vegetables, which I did need to look up or get help. It tells you in each card, you can hear it. They send you cards with that you can save in a three ring binder. I have them in a drawer with all my other recipes. And I'm excited. How did I learn about Home Chef? Well, one of my friends has Home Chef. And she said they tried several others and always came back to the best quality food with Home Chef. It's not cheap, like I said. We're going about $60 a week for three meals. And I may go up to four meals because the price of groceries is... I know I'm choking just thinking about it. Everything at the store right now with inflation is very expensive here. If in your part of the world, it may be very expensive too. Gasoline has gone up, everything. And so the one thing that I've always said is if I needed help around the house, I would rather have a cook than someone come in and clean. I can still clean. I like cleaning. I like keeping things a certain way. I'm not the most neat, decluttered person, but overall, I can still do cleaning and I need help with like lifting things, but my husband is a great help with that. Cooking, that's where I needed all of the help I could get. Number one, we were, I'm bad at it. Number two, I'm not interested in it. Number three, I was so bored. So this has made dinner time easy no thinking with it and it just cost me a little bit of money but to be honest it was hard coming up with meals that were ten dollars a plate even when i was doing cooking for my husband and i over the last several months or a year um, and then i was making too much food we were eating too big of portions and we were throwing lots of food away so you weren't saving any money um, we got a freezer that's helpful, but, um, cooking in bulk and freezing it hadn't been working either. So I don't like doing it. So that's part of it, but I have a lot of meat in my Costco stuff in the freezer, which has been a good investment. So that's been my excitement over dinner. What's for dinner? So I thought it'd be fun to share some of the things because they're things that I have never heard of before, like 
chicken adobo enchiladas. Adobo, I think of as um, more uh, cultures from the Philippines. <clears throat> you know, they make adobo. And I've had chicken adobo before. And it's delicious. But I've never made it. And my sister-in-law gave me recipes on how to make chicken adobo because she is phenomenal at it. And I just did so many steps and I got lost and halfway through I get like, yeah, this is the messy middle in cooking, right? I don't even, it takes forever. And so these don't, these are great. And so far I have not had one meal fail. I've made every single one just like the recipe. So I'm excited and thought I'd share it with you. The last thing I've been extremely excited about is I have been continuing. This is my one year anniversary of my Silk and Sonder journal. I know it's not cheap. It's about 20 some dollars a month for a new journal every month. Or you can get it at a quarterly rate or an annual rate. Of course, the more you buy in a subscription, the more you save. And I know if you're interested in trying it out, you go to their website, silkandsonder.com, and they have promotions all the time. Or you can go to Kristen Esser's Simple Handmade Every Day. She is a Silk and Sonder ambassador, and she has a discount code also. So I just want to say it's worth it to me because I don't have to have any other mental health services right now. I think everyone should have therapy at some point in their life. Um, and especially right now, I think everyone I know is in therapy. Good for you. Therapy is wonderful. I work in an office where we have therapists too. So I talk to them a lot about things. But the the thing about mental health is that it has never been more important for us to pay attention to how we feel, how we're doing, and how we want to live our life. And if you're like me, part of it is setting goals, no matter how small, like 15 minutes a day of play, 15 minutes a day of exercise, and also celebrating the small victories. And the journal is the place for me to do it. A lot of people who have a therapist or in maybe group therapy, or even your friends where you can get together and have coffee once a week and chat. I don't have that luxury right now. All my friends are retired and I'm working. So that's kind of where I think this planner, I love starting the morning out. They have uh, less than 10 minute um, audio, like a podcast that you can listen to. And it gives you thoughts for the day. And it all comes around to the theme of the journal for each month. And May is Mental Health Month, in case you didn't know. So I'm bringing it up. Um, I think that Silk and Sonder is a great way to check in with yourself and see how your mental health is doing and help you in having a targeted goals that you want to journal about and things you want to work on. So the theme for this month is empowerment and May happens to be the month of my birthday. And I thought, you know, what a great theme, empowerment, because as I said earlier, dear Jane has dredged up some of those um, lack of confidence and wondering what I'm doing is what I'm doing what I want to do. Is this the intentional creative life that I want to live? Is it all part of this life that I have been wanting to create for myself? And that's where I think they, they shine in the journal. They even have like weekly um, online groups or classes, if you will, workshops that you can take, how to set up your journal. Um, you can set aside time with people. You have a facilitator who talks about ideas and how to do things and set up your journal for the week. Um, there's exercises, there's coloring pages. They even have a recipe each month. And um, they're kind of so far not been things that I would make. But if you want to cook with other people, it's it's so far everything that I'm doing right now is you watch 
and then uh, take away and you can interact through the chat. It's not like a Zoom class where you can talk back and forth. But what I do like about it is that if most of the classes are West Coast time, and West Coast time doesn't always jive with East Coast time, right? If you're going to do something at 7 o'clock at night, it's just, what? We're three hours ahead. So it'd be 10 o'clock at night and I'm in bed by that time. But vice versa, if it's a morning class, it's going to be 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm at work. So if something happens and I can't take the class, now they have replays. So you can take your class and watch it on your own time without the live chat which is fine with me because I really enjoy the facilitators and they have some great ideas. So something I did that I wanted to share with you is two different exercises that you could do on your own and you don't have to be a member of Silk and Sonder to do. One was the empowerment sun and you draw a circle and you fill it with things that make you feel empowered. And then you draw rays around the sun and you write on the rays things to do to help you achieve the goal of the things inside the sun that make you feel empowered for this month's theme. I thought it was a great, great thing. The other exercise we did was a, you draw a picture of a, you know, a doodle of a mountain where the mountain top is on the right hand side of your page and then it slopes down to the bottom of the valley on the left hand side. This is a classic activity where you can put I did it and you can write it as maybe steps to achieve a goal or something that you did that was hard to remind yourself all the steps it took to climb that mountain to achieve. Like one example would be if you lost 10 pounds, you could put at the top, I did it, I lost 10 pounds. And then you could put down at ground zero, the decision to lose weight. Step one, portion control. Step two, I started exercising something every day not structured exercise program. I just started movement, intentional movement. I increased it to 20 minutes. Um, you, then you can start doing things like I started monitoring my carbs or fats, or I started walking with a friend. And all of the things you did that you kept building upon to achieve the goal of I did it. I love that. I'm going to do that one again. The sunshine and the mountain was great. It really, really was helpful in distilling down all the little micro steps or the, what they say in Atomic Habits, where you have to do tiny micro changes that all build upon each other to achieving the goal. Well, that's really what this is. But I've discovered that I like seeing it written down on paper. And there's something I find to be extremely therapeutic about putting an ink pen to a paper. I've done digital journaling, which is kind of like blogging or even more personal things. But it wasn't until a year ago when I started handwriting things out in words on paper. Um, and that I, I started noticing the therapeutic benefit when I did an art journal. That's totally different from my Silk and Sonder journal. And I'm going to say there is just something about it that you don't have to purchase a Silk and Sonder subscription to get the benefits of writing something every day. So what I like though is having a theme because sometimes I start rattling off the same things over and over and what I want to do is grow and learn from all of the journaling that I'm doing and make changes. You know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Well, that's what this has done for me. It gives me a focus to change what I was writing and how I can gain insights into personal growth on it. So you can be as arty and crafty and doodle and paint and pens and stickers as much as you want in these journals. And you can be bare minimum where I, I tend to write a lot of words because the more words I write, the more I get out. I do make stickers and put them in the 
negative space of the journal. And I find that to be a very therapeutic um, adventure in its own. Um, I have a cricket, which is a very big blessing and it spoils me and a great printer. So you can print and cut your own stickers. I usually take pictures of like drawings and doodles that I've done, but you can you can do it any way you want, to be honest. And the best thing is Dollar Store has come up with tons of inexpensive craft project or craft supplies that you could do, especially for like journaling. So I have been having an incredible amount of time with that. And I wanted you to know that journaling pen to paper works for me. I find it to be some of the best. And I'm saving my journals. I don't know, maybe in a year or so, I may chuck them all out in spring cleaning one day. But um, I like to go back and look at them from time to time to see how far I have come and all of the things that I've learned. Um, they're not for anybody else's consumption and I certainly don't intend anybody else to read them. It's just a great way for me to work through whatever is going on and like troubles at work, office politics, the, I don't know, uh, there are some things about my job that I don't know. It may be very different in a couple of years, the way funding is and the way um, the company is run may all change. It's all in flux right now. Everything in life is in flux right now. There's lots of hot button topics and things that I have just been shocked about in happening in the world. And that's where I tend to work these things out is in my journal. So May is Mental Health Month. Check in with yourself. Look for your local um, mental health clinics. They may be doing something this month reaching out to people for free screenings or um, days of celebration or what is called the stigma stomp, where um, I know a lot of mental health clinics are doing lots of things like uh, a day of walking in my shoes where people do lots of walk to raise money for mental health clinics and awareness um, and to help break down the stigma of mental illness, as well as people who have mild mental illness to serious mental illnesses. So I am all about supporting those kinds of things and for yourself. And, you know, if you've been having trouble, you know, just, I really do want you to know that there's lots of places where you can call lots of hotlines and lots of places out there on the internet where trained professionals can help people who are having um, an emergency or go to your local emergency room. I feel like I need to make that disclaimer on there. And anyway, mental health, it doesn't have to be something that you do on your own and not get help. So I am finding Silk and Sonder to be the great thing. I did a month of free online therapy last year because I'm a nurse. I was able to have a month of it because of the pandemic for free. And I found that extremely helpful. Um, but the cost of it was more than what I felt I could get out of it. And lots of people have trouble with insurance coverage. So there's always online counseling too with a place like BetterHelp. So that is the things that I have been working on. The things that I have really been investing my time in is my journal and my dinner, home chef, um, I have decided to do handwork for the summer because it's hot and I don't want to be rustling um, quilt bindings on right now. Hot, yeah, it's in the 60s. <laughs> and um, I need to prep some bindings so as we have cold days, I can start sewing them. And working on slow living, savoring the moment, hand stitching, hand knitting, hand writing, planting some sunflower seeds will be at the end of the month. And I have looked outside on my little porch by my window here. And I just want to say the sun is shining. It's now 51. So I think it's warm enough and it is 1040. So if I start raking or we fire up a leaf blower, it shouldn't wake the neighbors up too much. But I saw a robin hopping around on my porch 
and that one flew off and then there was a blue jay couple out there just checking things out singing back and forth they are all very happy that spring has sprung and so am i so i'm going to go out and move some plants and put my hands in the dirt and as a gift from me to me this afternoon i'm going to the salon and i'm having a manicure i have had one manicure in my life and that was when my daughter gifted me one a long long time ago for mother's day and i thought what a great way to give yourself a little gift my nails are getting longer again after the great um, nail split of the fall of 2021 that we are still repairing and it's growing out. I have been using Color Street, um, which are basically nail polish stickers, and they're okay, but I need a professional to shape my nails and to do some maintenance on there. And I, I think using some of the technology she has with base coats, it might strengthen my nails as I'm using the super um, oil juice, whatever she gave me. I don't know what it is to put on my nail for growth. And I've also started taking um, a nail skin and hair vitamin supplement, which is really helping my nails to grow and be stronger. So that is my afternoon gift to myself is I'm going to get a full set of a regular manicure. And I think I want disco ball sparkly glitter nail polish, but I have not seen her entire selection. I would like it to be a sparkly pink. That is where I'm going with my nails. And I will be happy to talk about that next week. I have never had a pedicure. I might think about that in the future. So I'll talk to her about that today. <laughs> but we're starting with the manicure. It may not be a regular daily thing or weekly thing, but I think every once in a while treating yourself is a wonderful thing. So you have a most wonderful week. Take time to do some self-care. Play for 15 minutes a day doing something creative and you're like me, I needed to get some help around the house and Home Chef is what I needed for help. And I couldn't be more thrilled to go outside and start getting my hands in the dirt with gloves on because, you know, don't want to get any infections in my nails, but get, get the plants moving and see what all is waking up out in the fairy garden. Everybody, you have a most wonderful week. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another podcast. Quilt on and be creative.